This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. My guest is Patricia Schultz, author of five books. Her newest title is Why We Travel, 100 Reasons to Get Up and Go. Listeners might be familiar with some of her other books, including 1,000 Places to See Before You Die. She's Zooming with me today from her home in New York City. Patricia, welcome back to Book Talk. Thank you very much. It's been a while. It's been a while. Your book focuses not on where or when to travel, but on how travel enriches us and why we choose to travel. When people ask you why you travel, how do you answer that in a nutshell? I know you've just written a book, but what's I your never, short answer? You know, well, that was the very nut behind this book happening is because nobody has ever asked me why I travel. They just, you know, it's an assumption. Well, why do you like to go out and eat? Why do you crochet? Why do you paint? Why do you, you know, why do you travel? Nobody has ever really posed that question. In fact, they were always asking me, where are you off to next? Where have you just returned from? So during the pandemic, we all had a lot of time. We were all very stationary. And it was a very opportune moment, I think, for us to, you know, kind of step back and reflect upon many things. And in my case, the importance of travel, because really, for the first time in my life, I could not as much as I wanted to or intended to or had the money to, I could, you know, it was an unprecedented moment for everyone everywhere regarding everything. And in my case, it kind of turned my world around because suddenly, I was very stationary. So I just thought about it and thought about it some more. And I realized I had a hundred plus reasons. I think foremost, I, I've always felt that it's been food for the soul. It is what has nurtured me and inspired me and encouraged me. And the other thing is I've always understood from a very early age that it opened up my world. It opened up my horizons, that wonderful old expression um, to broaden your horizons, I felt like it just opened up everything, a door onto, you know, another existence, another world that was beyond my own, beyond my comfort zone, beyond my little bubble. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, Diane, it makes, it makes us better people. You know, it, it can't not. I think if you give yourself over to everything that travel promises, you come home a better person. And that's why I think that people should travel more. And I think that politicians should not even be able to, you know, whether it's the controller of a village with the population of 11 people or greater, higher aspiring positions, regardless of where you are in the world, I think you need to prove to the, you know, your contingents that you've been around the block, you know, you've seen other ways and other people and other things. Your book's subtitle is 100 Reasons to Get Up and Go. Give some examples. Well, the 100 reasons, many of them are aphorisms, which are just pearls of wisdom or insights, encouragements. One thing I always, I've always said, but I you know, thought about it more in depth here, is that travel is a classroom without walls. I think the education and the life lessons it promises us happen the moment you leave your door, whether it's to go to 
you know, the national park with the kids in the backseat or to Chicago for a long weekend for business or to Fiji for your 50th anniversary. I think that the lessons that you live, be they profound or just superficial, I think are there. Another reason to get up and go is it's better to travel than to arrive to realize that the journey to get to where you're going is very, very often equally important, if not sometimes more so. Also, it has us see in very small, seemingly insignificant, ordinary things. It has us see them with closer attention so that everything we walk through on automatic pilots in our day-to-day lives, kind of sleepwalking through life, suddenly when you're removed and plopped into a different country or city or place or environment, you see things that you would totally walk past or ignore at home. So the ordinary becomes extraordinary. And all of that then you bring home with you as well. And you return home with a different or a newfound appreciation for certain things. One of the lists in the book is your best travel tips. And right toward the top is travel light. What do you mean by travel light? Oh, well, I'm glad you say, what do you mean? Because it means much more so than you don't need six pairs of shoes. (laughs) But you need to be practical. Have you ever been to Venice with a suitcase that is six times heavier than anything you could possibly need. Everything in Venice is cobblestones, no cars, problematic, and there's a very good chance you'll get lost probably often on your way to your hotel. Just for the practicality of it, to schlep is unnecessary when you wind up needing or wearing 6% of what's in your luggage. But it also means to leave all of the stuff behind, leave all of the misconceptions, the preconceptions, leave all of your hesitations, your fears, leave everything that's been preoccupying you at home, the work stuff, the obligations, the, you know, disagreement you had with your neighbor, the professional things that cloud your mind and take over your you know, mental space, to leave that all at the door. Because this should recharge you, and it should benefit you in ways that are physical and psychological. You should go home feeling refreshed. You should go home feeling exhilarated. You should go home needing a vacation from your vacation, (laughs) because you found energy and curiosity that you forgot you had. And you saw and you walked and you did and you ate far more than you expected. And you get home exhausted, but just geared up and ready to go. What was your most unusual or touching or hilarious travel assignment? Oh, well, oh, that's a good question. I'm a writer, and I'm sure it's probably different for many people, at least occasionally, I'm given kind of carte blanche or I will, you know, pitch an idea that I'm going someplace for a particular festival or I'm going to California to drive 
you know, the Pacific Coast Highway and I'm stopping at five different missions or I'm going on, you know, a gorilla safari in Uganda and I'm meeting Ellen DeGeneres. This is a pipe dream. It didn't happen. I'm meeting Ellen DeGeneres, who just opened a multi-million dollar campus for gorilla studies and research, mountain gorilla research. And, you know, they'll either take it or they won't. And then I know what I'm doing. But oftentimes it's just a kind of, well, go and explore and then come back and write about it and tell us what you found. But it was interesting because um, one time I went to Northern Ireland Belfast and the surroundings to do a story about these locations that were used for the Game of Thrones. And I so wanted to go to Northern Ireland because I'd been to the Republic of Ireland in the South a number of times and had never at that point been to Northern Ireland. And I was very, very curious. But the uh, ironic thing is I had never seen Game of Thrones. (laughs) I was like one of six people in America that had never watched Game of Thrones and I was supposed to have this, you know, profound knowledge about this very complicated storyline that's more sci-fi out there, you know, crazy, otherworldly, you know, incestuous science fiction, you know, world that's been created that's, that has fascinated America for years. But I had never watched it and didn't have the time particularly to see to binge watch for, you know, three weeks, everything I had missed. But I was lucky enough to have found a guide because they have very specialized guides and tours of game for Game of Thrones fans, because that TV series really put that country on the map for many people. And it really spiked their tourism numbers in a way that astounded even the tourism authorities. So that was pretty funny. I still don't know much about I still don't get the entire series because it's quite convoluted. Well, thank you. My guest is Patricia Schultz, author of Why We Travel, 100 Reasons to Get Up and Go, published by Workman Press. This is Diana Cordy with Book Talk. Thank you, Diana. Thank you very much for having me.